0: what's going on
1: dude i feel like it's been a while since i've talked to you but it's been the same amount of time as last time or no it
0: actually time. hasn't because we recorded a week earlier before that's
1: right so it's actually is it been three weeks is that it's been it's been yeah almost three weeks since i have talked to you dude so tell me about tell me about what's going on at work um so <laughs> i i knew you're gonna ask this but there's
0: not a lot i can say um uh... so uh there is lots of uh, legal concerns, and there's a uh, newly fired lo- uh, filed lawsuit actually uh, about four hours ago, uh, first one uh, that's been filed in this incident that we're calling. Can you tell but, us what the incident is But least? I'll tell you this, uh, yeah. so uh, Shell Deer Park, and this is just anybody can go watch the news or open up a news article and find out, so, uh, Shell Deer Park uh, operates and owns a chemical manufacturing facility uh, down here in Houston. Uh, And it's probably been around since probably the 1940s, early 1940s maybe. Anyway, I think they've had some incidents uh, in the past, nothing that I'm too acutely aware of, uh, small things. But uh, they recently had a major uh, explosion fire um, that uh, went on for a period. I believe it burned for two days. They got it put out, uh, and then less than 12 hours later, it reignited and started again and I think burned for another – 12 to 24 hours, and now it is out. Um, so that's good. It doesn't seem to be like it's going to be reigniting. I think they're still putting fire water on it, but it was a major chemical explosion, and there's a
1: lot of unhappy people. Lots of black smoke. Damn. Yep. Nope. So that's what you've been dealing with for the past couple of days.
0: Yeah. So I work in uh, mostly industrial water treatment, uh, and my team was called on to support uh, this uh, pretty intimately. So uh, we've been working a lot with Shell as a whole to uh, right the ship over there. Um, and I will say that Shell has been uh, fantastic in what they've been doing for uh, to, to mitigate everything. Obviously, when there's an ex- explosion and a fire, uh, there's a lot of uncontrolled things that happen, right? You really can't control when you have a disaster situation. So uh, they have been extremely transparent uh, trying to do everything they can to was it an deal. issue
1: of I mean you can just be as vague as possible here was it an issue of incompetence or was it just complete like
0: uh uh no it's just a freak accident
1: uh, freak as far accident. as as far as the cause yeah and and no official cause has been
0: uh released uh and they probably won't release one uh
1: for some time so i, I this I, is a major i mean i saw you, you sent me an i think you sent me an article but i was like it's a major fire that's been mm-hmm. plummeting smoke into the atmosphere yeah for the it, past it is 48 hours or 72 hours
0: yeah so it's it's a, it's a pretty big event so it's 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 uh not this good. like a,
1: this is like your night this is like your 9-11 it's the worst thing ever for your job
0: well it is it and but it's what we do so uh my company responded i don't know if you know about the itc fire event uh, from, I think it's been two years now. Uh, that one burned for like 24 days in a row. That uh, was one Jeez. of the worst industrial accidents, uh, in modern times. Uh, and we responded very similarly to what we're doing now, uh, for the, uh, very similar ser- scenario. So we're, we have a lot of experience with this and, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's been different, but the same. Obviously I was much more junior in my position whenever that happened. I wasn't as heavily involved, but this one i extremely heavily involved with uh with everything
1: yeah it's got to be interesting to be on the forefront of things from this like so were, were the fires uh caused similarly um the two you dealt with
0: they have both fires involved uh an explosion due to uh, hydrocarbon excess hydrocarbon uh, that's probably m- as much i can go into that it was an uncontrolled release I'll, yeah Again, that's public. Of course, it's uncontrolled release because, you you know, you don't want to have a big explosion of fire. So that would make sense. But yeah, it's it's, it's, it's definitely interesting to to be on the the inside for a situation like this, especially when there's a lot of media attention. I mean, I was I've been on site and helicopters have been flying around and, you know, taking pictures and videos and live streaming and all that good stuff. So it's It's like uh, Waco.
1: It's like your Waco.
0: Yeah, I guess so. A little bit. I guess for, for the company, not not so much for me. I'm I'm just a contractor, but for uh, Shell and, and all their partners on site, it's it's it definitely is uh it's 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 tough. It's a lot of sleepless nights. Lots of people have been pulling uh endless amounts of time just to stay in front of this.
1: Including yourself. You've been um, busting your ass.
0: So I uh
1: yeah, been out there with a squirt gun or a yeah, water hose.
0: Yeah, I've got a, I've got a couple of water hoses. Uh, so where I come in is is because they have to put fire water on the fire, obviously, to to treat it to cool you it down. So you
1: said that you said that term twice now. Is fire water different than water?
0: Uh, in an industrial setting, it is. So uh, you probably are familiar with potable water. Do you know what that term means? Drinkable. Exactly. So fire water is not drinkable, um, but it's not necessarily toxic. Uh, it's just water that really hasn't been treated up to standards for drinking. So uh, when I say fire water, they're not putting potable water on this; they're putting fire water on it, uh, which really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. But the problem in any uh, industrial uh, accident with a fire is whenever you put, uh, you know, water on, you know, something that's burning that's got organic contaminants, that water has to go somewhere, right? So. That is where we come in. We help them treat that water and uh, contain it and mitigate any, uh, you know, environmental remediation.
1: <laughs> nice. That's a bunch of words I don't know right at the end. Now, <laughs> I'm glad it's I've going said, well, I've said,
0: I've said a lot of those words for, for the past couple of days. So <laughs> in my mind. I'm hey trying man, to be well as vague as possible. But yeah. anyway, uh, the whole, everybody's doing a great job. I know there's a lot of the heat uh, from a lot of... So, sources. okay,
1: so I, 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 know, I know you can't really talk about this, this lawsuit or whatever, but if it, it was a freak accident, where does the suit come in?
0: Probably from, I, I I don't know, I actually didn't look at the press release because I'm so burned down on reading about it, but I assume it's for uncontrolled release of pollution uh, due to something in the fire event, and the city or the state or some private entity is suing uh, them because they okay. probably are claiming that they should have better uh measures in yeah, place to prevent, right so I, I don't know what it is icc all 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 plants go through this uh that's,
1: that, that, that's an that's an interesting uh, yeah i never really put that together or thought about that before but even with accidents on this scale if there is environmental damage and the surrounding areas affected uh, there's going to be lawsuits regardless of if it's no one's quote unquote no one's fault because it is technically still your fault right. i mean it, yeah. it yeah. happened on your turf it happened in your facility okay. Right, exactly. So you, someone's someone's head's got a role.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and in this case they're suing suing the company directly for not I, I I would assume not, you know, maintaining a safe or you know, work environment or, or something related to the fact that you shouldn't have fires on your property. Which obviously you shouldn't, but it's just gonna happen.
1: Yeah. I read a story about this Japanese guy who uh died one of the most painful deaths uh mm-hmm. of all time in, in all of human history. Yeah. what's up kitty cat um he was making i think it's radon or what is the what is the element that most nuclear plants use for, uh, to start the reaction
0: probably uh uranium i would assume Uran-
1: it might have been uranium but it wasn't it i think was it wasn't radioactive by itself so it was the first step of of the nuclear process they didn't work in a plant and it wasn't like contained at all they just had this this one element and they mm. just foolishly uh uh I think it was too hot or something or they had too much of another element in the room and the the fucking thing they're just making it in this vat and the yeah. thing just starts glowing and then the boss so there's there's one guy who's pouring something on top of it there's one guy who uh, pouring it with like his right arm which is important yeah pouring with the thing uh, over the vat with his right arm the his his coworker is like handing it to him that his like his head is right in front of the thing and his boss is sitting in the same room, about fifteen feet away, on in a desk. Yeah. And they 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 all see the light, and the boss goes, "Run for your lives!" And they just get the fuck out of there as soon as possible. And before uh, our guy, our main guy who was pouring the thing, before he even leaves the room, he's vomiting. He's just just oh, vomiting radi- radiation poisoning. Yeah. Yeah. Horrific radiation poisoning. Um. And if, this is something that was obviously not supposed to happen, but I'm sure. Like you said heads had to roll for that but that poor <laughs> son of a bitch spent the next two months in a hospital while every radio radiology specialist in the world got flown into japan to try to save this man and uh what was interesting about the story i don't remember the guy's name apologies for not having the details but what was interesting about the story is that a couple things a which i didn't know with radiation poisoning there's a couple there's like a day or two right after it happens where you feel fine. Your body's still, like, processing what's happening, and your the, the radiation's actively eating your cells on the interior of your body, but you still feel okay. Like, he said that his only pain was, he had, like, a tightness in his chest, and yeah, his right so arm. The his radiation, right arm really it hurt. like,
0: it interrupts your, your DNA, right? So the whole thing with DNA is it provides the cellular instructions for uh, replication, right? So as your body's starting to churn out cells new cells after a radiation exposure assuming you survived the acute exposure there's going to be burns and stuff like that which is probably what the tightness was your body's literally going to start to some parts of it will not be able to replicate at all because the cellular the dna information is just so destroyed and other parts of it is just going to have incomplete code so it's going to try to make something but it's just going to be horrific anyway go ahead
1: yeah, the um, but that um, takes so the, time. That's what I'm. So the part the parts of your the, the DNA that you're talking about are chromosomes, and there's with radiation, you just have like most people have 23, right, you're Mr. Scientist Man? 23.
0: Uh, yeah. If you so 23 yeah. is the
1: normal amount for people, but then like once the, the they, they took a a blood sample or to get their his DNA, and usually people that experience radiation will have like you know half of them knocked out or something, and like they, they like okay, so we still have these ones that are that can potentially rebuild. Um, the other issue is that. If they do clone in that state, they're cloning their shitty versions of themselves. So you're actively creating other bad cells that are also right. radiated. That's how it works. Right. So um they they took a there's a photo of this that I'll put here. They took the the, 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 the scan of this dude's uh chromosomes and it's just like mush. There's nothing they can't even make out one of the of the twenty three normal ones that people have. Like it's just complete complete chaos, complete mush. So they're like, Oh my God, he should be, he should be dead already. Um, but this man survives, he pulls through. And so then at that point he becomes a case study because no one's ever survived, uh, the amount of radiation that he has undertook in that, in that short period of time, literally zero humans have ever survived that before or since. And, uh, he was, uh, so then at that point they were like, Oh my God, let's fucking bring in the people. So then (laughs) they had this whole staff of, of, the smartest radiation people in the world from all like United States, Germany, all kinds of countries just came in as the, as a case study for this guy, and they had like two hour meetings twice a day. Eight AM, they had a meeting. That to sounds discuss like a the lot of the work. Day.
0: That sounds like a lot of work, like for a guy that's dying.
1: Yeah, and it gets to be a little bit questionable here in a minute. So uh, at the beginning, it makes sense because like okay, he's alive. Let's try to keep him alive. You know. And uh, at the at the beginning it's not really that bad, but of course it gets to be horrific. I mean, it gets his 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 skin starts rotting off, especially where he was immediately affected, like his whole arm just starts rotting off. Um, and then uh, every system in his body eventually shuts down. So he starts having this like this is gonna get gross here for just a second, guys. Just hold <laughs> hold on to your, your fucking horse is here. It gets gets gross for just a minute, but then I'll be over it. Um he starts. He starts like so he, his body will not retain any nutrients. Like they keep trying to pump it from of, of uh, IVs and and feeding tubes and stuff. He's unconscious for most of this, and he yeah. just he just shits it right out. His body will not retain his stomach lining. Just just it just goes right through his system, completely unabsorbed. And then they're like, well, I mean, that the fucking didn't work. So then they're just feeding him like water through an IV, and uh, he still he still has this like ultra diarrhea. And they're like, what is going on here? And they get a gastrointelologist guy. Gastroenterologist? In there. Yeah. They get him in there to do, a, to do an up the butt thing. And they realize that just every, the entire, his, the interior of his intestines is just flaking off and just being passed. Like every single part of his body is just shutting down. And, and, and yet they persist. I don't, at this point, it's like, I mean, he's in horrific, un- unimaginable pain. Like, uh, they can't give him painkillers because his body doesn't absorb painkillers anymore like right, I'm sure no, nothing in his body works toxic
0: to him yeah
1: yeah exactly wow. so it's it's a fucking nightmare um he's just an excruciating horrible pain the only reason he wants to keep going is because he has a kid uh and a wife so, so he's, anyway he's it was
0: semi-lucid during this the whole time
1: he's lucid for a lot of it especially in the like the first couple like the first week he gets past that um that like honeymoon era or the eye of the storm era where it doesn't really hurt when it starts to hurt real fucking bad. Yeah. And, um, and at, the, from that point forward, he's, he's in and out of consciousness. And then like a week later, they just, um, actually, you know what? I'm not actually sure because yeah, I think he's, I think he's away for a lot of it. Anyway, oh, that's shit it's, I can, it's, it's I, fascinating.
0: It's amazing. But I think that I know the reason why the, the, uh, is like, he couldn't absorb anything is because you have stomach acid in your stomach, right? And your cells are constantly fighting against stomach acid, right? Because obviously the stomach acid wants to destroy everything. So those cells, if they don't have the ability to replicate themselves anymore quickly, which is what they have to do to keep that stomach acid at bay, it's just going to start running through everything. It's intestinal tract and everything. is just going to be completely destroyed. Yeah, so that wouldn't take long. I can't imagine. I have yeah. to chew tums all the time just because I, <laughs> I have acid. And uh, I d- – my stomach my stomach lining is intact i cannot imagine
1: even in the ulcer dude like I, it, it just sounds so horrible it sounds mm-hmm. awful mm-hmm. and i'm the same i mean we 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 know that about each other very well that we're we're big fans of Tums i'm a huge fan, fan of pepto i'm right. constantly trying to push pepto bismol on my drunk friends that are like sick I'm mm-hmm. like eat some pepto bro it it helps it helps me and then they're always like fuck, fuck off Harvey i don't need your goddamn <laughs> pepto bismol but I, I I I do think it is like a miracle drug that not enough people uh, use. I,
0: I will say I was always the guy in my friend group, just in general, that always carried around like tums or whatever or some type of acid reducer, and that went on for years. And now probably within the last two to three years, everyone's like, "Hey Zach, where's your, where's the tums at? Where's, <laughs> where's the tums at? Where's where's the tums?" Um, so yeah, that's uh, that, that's something that's changed in our in our growing age. So if you look really look funny. forward to that. Anybody that doesn't have to carry Tums around all the time is probably gonna happen to you. Good luck.
1: Yeah, you're about to you're about to almost turn thirty, and like once you, once you hit thirty, that's when. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's not good. Shout out to Bo Burnham.
1: I used to run for miles. I used to ride my bike. Uh, what else we got here on the docket? What's the last uh, time you rode a your, bike? I'm glad your radiation fire is going swimmingly. And What's the last time
0: you you put on a bike or rode on a bike?
1: It's been <laughs> damn like almost a decade. <laughs> it's been a long time actually you know what it was it was probably during college because i would go home for summers oh, we had the pirate bikes oh of course you're right you're right you're right uh for the for the folks at home who don't know the college is that i went to one of the one of the like the selling points of the university when you're going around looking at the place for the first time is you see these these yellow bikes all over the place i mean there's hundreds of them on campus and they are exclusively for students to just pick up and ride to class and drop wherever they're at and they're great. They're, they're so much fun. They come through so clutch when you're late for class. Oh, I love them. <laughs> I just love them. Hit that pirate bike the whole way. Um, I will say I had one incident on a pirate bike. I think it was it must have been sophomore junior, sophomore year. I had my beloved laptop that I've had since sophomore year of high school or something. It was huge. It fit my gigantic meat hooks. It was fast. It was beautiful. I played games on it. I I was on a pirate bike and just one of the 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 the. the, the Fuck am I looking like spokes? spokes, spokes, something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, st- I stuck a stick into my own spoke and felt no. But uh, the I forgot what it was. <laughs> the, chain, the chain. The
0: chain. Here's a picture of that meme now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the chain. Um, the chain broke and I just fell onto my backpack. And I didn't think anything else. I was like, oh well, backpack broke my fall. And then I got home and opened my laptop. It was just completely destroyed. I was like, I'm pretty sure I I was was present
0: for whenever you open that laptop up. I remember you do making (gasps) that motion going, oh, no. (laughs) Because you had no idea. You went the whole uh, school day without knowing. But, yeah, one of the things about the pirate bikes were – um, I thought they were maintained well. I never had an issue. Obviously, they weren't the greatest uh, quality, just because they probably got more ridership than your average bike will ever well, it's, get. It's
1: also but, it's also just uh, it's it's a it's the very basic level of a bike. There's no gear switching. It's just just one foot turn equals one ride of the of the chain, rotation. so or half or whatever <laughs> the the situation is. So it's like it's it's super bare bones. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you still you can still pick up some speed and go pretty fast. Oh yeah. And also freshman year when Zach was out of town or something, I didn't have a card or my name, I took a pirate bike to the gas station to get beer. I've done it. I did it two or three times. And I I was so scared always of getting like pulled over by a a teacher like, hey, what are you doing? You get back on campus, but it it never happened.
0: (laughs) So anyway, we were banned as football players uh, for our entire four years of riding pirate bikes. Uh, And uh, I would say probably 99.9% of football players did not adhere to that ban. I don't remember this. We were banned. Really? We, we were not allowed to ride pirate bikes because Coach Austin was worried that well, the front wheel was going to fall Never. off, and we were going to try to break our fall and break our wrist or something. Which did it didn't happen to one player? I believe. I think uh, one person actually did break their wrist o- on the pirate bike. Uh, yeah, it happened. I mean, they're sketchy. They're uh, sketchy. I'm not going to say they're sketchy, but you they're just need fine. to be. You need to be. Yeah, you need to be uh, cognizant. Uh, of, of the of
1: hundreds of the hundreds that I rode in my tenure at Southwestern University, only one shit the bed on me. I never ever had it. Kn-
0: the only thing that would happen to me is sometimes the little thing that holds the seat in place, they go up and down, would just give out, and you'd like have to sit there like with it all the way down, and your pedals <laughs> yeah, are like, you I have to kick yeah. your kick your knees up so <laughs> high in the air looks, to make a rotation. It also,
1: you're so right. I forgot about that. And it looks yep. comic for me especially, six foot seven oh, yeah. with just all these <laughs> knees. And my, it's like that Shaq commercial where he was he was like he, he was advertising for like Pontiac or some shit, and mm-hmm. his knees are just in his face. I'm like, what are you doing, <laughs> Jack? I mean, Making also, that sh- money. I was gonna say, sh- sh- Homeboy has enough money, dude. He's in, he is the spokesperson for a hundred companies. What is it? What is going on?
0: He's, is he's he a, is he just like he's a, a hustler, gambling man. addict? No, he's a hustler, man. He's like I think he's like cracking like the I don't know top one hundred in like of wealth now. Like that man is he's a hustler. Um, he's yeah. not top one hundred. I made that up, but he's he, he's uh, he's moving up. He's one of the richest celebrities, uh, and he's got ownership in lots of different businesses. Like I don't even know. Like he advertised for everything. And one of the things about his advertisements is I think for him to advertise with the company, he has to have some type of ownership stake in that company. And he has to believe in it. Mm-hmm. I believe so. That's, yeah.
1: that's actually yeah, that's admirable. Uh yeah. what's the who's so I'm 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 sports retarded as you know. Who's the who's the guy that's on the show, like the other famous one that he's with? He's in four f- show with four guys, ex NBA players. Oh, you're
0: talking about uh TNT?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh God! Uh, Charles Barkley is yes. one of them.
1: Charles Barkley is who I was thinking of. So there's, there's yeah. a million, there's a million clips on. on oh, TikTok. their their chemistry is amazing. I, it's I, hilarious. I love it. So them. yeah, <laughs> what, what, it's it's like Shaq has like the 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 humor of like an eighth grader. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. He's mm-hmm. never grown out of that era of uh, of humor of like someone will say something quote unquote sus or zesty mm-hmm. or whatever the kids are saying these days mm-hmm. and he'll just he'll just stare at the camera like this. <laughs> <It's> hysterical <laughs> so hard he'll do not the, to f- laugh. the full turn into the camera and just stare at the, or he'll, he'll, he'll like take off his shades it's it's, it's amazing <laughs> yeah they
0: uh, the, those two are amazing just I mean I have been watched an NBA game and it's probably been two years now I've Rockets have been absolutely terrible, and uh, I still catch clips of them all the Fucking time. Fucking fair weather
1: fan over here. What do you – oh, what, so what the team is good. That's what I'll watch.
0: They literally have been last place in the league for, like, <laughs> three years now. They have They have been – Literally last? Yes. L- actually, they're, they're last again this year. They were last <laughs> last year, and they were last the year before that. Like, it's it, – they're comically bad. Like, there's oh no, no reason to watch them. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's bad. It's bad. So, anyway, but, that's yeah, that I, I still catch uh, – those two clips because they're freaking great. Yeah.
1: So, well, anyway, let's uh, let's Ar- move did you on, play so basketball? No, I, I so I I played actually, yes, I yes a but, joke, I, but anyway, I
0: don't know. <laughs> but no, to answer the question for the folks at home that don't know, <laughs> how th- we were t- we were talking how about how basketball, tall are you? you're six foot seven. I mean, I had to ask, <laughs> you were so gung ho, you're like, wow. oh yeah, somebody's gonna ask me about basketball, actually, yes, uh. Yeah, well, uh, anyway, you know what's ahead. funny is
1: that my, my fight or flight only triggers when it's uh strangers because i get asked it so many times and i have a little, little little canned answer that it's ready to go so i can just get the fuck rid of the the interaction as quickly as possible <laughs> but when it comes from like someone that i know i actually don't i don't have the same
0: you yeah know, you don't have process. that d- defense mechanism ready to go yeah i thought you just went right in. <laughs> i thought it was a genuine
1: question that's hilarious <laughs> Uh, uh, so to answer question. your to answer your genuine question, mm-hmm, I yeah. was uh, I I played basketball for about six months when I was mm-hmm. in like fourth grade or fifth grade. No, I was sixth. YMCA grade,
0: YMCA basketball.
1: I think it was YMCA. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Dude, it was um. It was abysmal. I was horrible. I I've always always been fat, and I've all, never been fast. I've always like they're like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just uh, it's not working <laughs> out. So maybe let's try let's, let's try swimming for Harvey. I, I was uh, swam for fucking five swimming? years. <laughs> Dude, you didn't know that?
0: <laughs> I remember now that you said that, but yeah. I completely forgot. I was a I was a I feel
1: good like you swimmer. I think would have been actually. good at water polo, honestly. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean getting out g- getting out of the water though is tough. Like, <laughs> yeah. Playing the deep end. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we should yeah, we should just
0: use some hoops. We should do like a free throw contest oof. or like play some pig one time. Just see what happens
1: and film it for the pod. It's going to be really, really embarrassing. I've always, I, I've, I've avoided it at all costs my entire life of like being part of a pickup basketball game. And people, are, my friends will want to play and I'll be like, I'm all set. I'm going I'm to go. <laughs> I'm all set. It's uh, embarrassing. I, I wish boys,
0: I... I'm all <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> uh, so Thursday, here in a day or two, two days, I will be doing something that I have not done since I was a child. Which is watching three movies in one day? Three movies in one day? What are you watching? The first or the original Star Wars trilogy, or what? No, I'm watching the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Have you seen any oh, of these? I have not seen one. So they're great. It's are the, they're, there's simply the best Marvel movies. Like that's what I was going to say.
0: I've only I've heard if you're going to watch anything Marvel, watch Iron Man and Guardians, and
1: that's it. First, Iron Man's good. Guardians is amazing. Like, like uh, the first two Guardians movies are awesome. The third one is in theaters right now. So, we will be doing the first two uh, at Patrick's house. He's got, like, a projector set up in his game room. It's, it should be cool. I haven't seen it yet. And then we're going straight into Guardians at 7 p.m. So, I don't know how this is going to go. We're going to see. I'm going to report back next, next, next time. But uh, how three long movies in Two, two and a half each. Two and a half hours each? Bro, these are Marvel movies. Marvel movies are long as fuck. But yeah, dude, I feel like all movies are long these days. That's right. You're right. But uh, what's I, I'm curious if I get tired of the characters or like the jokes or the dynamics or anything. The third one is going to be the final of. Um, I've heard that the third one is extremely like. Don't tell me you motherfucker. I don't want to hear it. I don't. Oh, hear, so you I don't, you don't hear know it. any. You
0: don't know anything about it.
1: I I don't want to hear a peep about it. I have blocked I've blocked every mention of it on social media. Please don't tell me anything about
0: it. That, no, it wasn't about like if it's good or bad. It was about something about the movie. Anyway, I, would I would
1: really be- I would really prefer if you didn't tell me.
0: Okay, I'm not gonna tell you. I just I was I was just hoping I didn't put in your mind like people have been saying this movie is bad. That's not what it, I was gonna say.
1: So. No, no, the op- I, I've heard good things so far yeah, from from yeah. from the, from my friends that have seen it. Okay. So yeah, but again, there it's it's. I would be shocked if it was bad because James Gunn is an excellent director and he's yeah. he loves these characters. They're misfits. It's a Disney and, movie, right? Disney owns Marvel. Yeah, that's right. Okay,
0: I really want to tell you this, but I'm not going to now. Please just don't. J- just let me know how it goes.
1: <laughs> I'm curious. Yeah. And I'll be uh, sure on Thursday, not to watch you be On Thursday, I'll tell you how I'll I'll text you how it goes, and then you can tell me what your thing was. Okay. I'm all excited. Right. But yeah, dude, looking forward to that. And then so the day after that, the sequel to my favorite game of all time will Forest Ori. Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, it's I don't know that one. Zelda. You played, did, I you I play, did you play
0: Breath of, did you play Breath of the Wild? I play I've played nothing involving Zelda or Link since I was zero. Oh wow, okay. Now you mm. didn't. you were never a Nintendo guy, were you? You didn't grow up with uh, GameCube. Uh n I did I grew up with a Nintendo and I played uh was it Super Mario sixty four? Is that the original Mario that everybody the played? The
1: one on th- that was on sixty four. Yeah, that was uh, the one where you sunshine. You open World. Sunshine was on GameCube.
0: I played Sunshine, Mario Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's I played Nintendo. I played Mario Sunshine because one of my best friends when I was in elementary school had a GameCube. we go over there all the time and play. It's great. It's amazing. Those
1: are the best memories, dude. I remember just just going going to your friend's house. I had this friend who whose parents were uh, delinquents and didn't give a shit about him or us. So we just mm-hmm. hung out up up stop. He like he had. I'm sure you had kids like this who had just their house was full of junk food because. and because they always had it it didn't become a complex for them so they were skinny like i had so many friends like that they're like oh yeah they're just twinkies in the fucking thing i'm Mm -hmm. like you guys have you guys have twinkies Uh, in the pantry at all times and like you're skinny it's because it's not a thing for you so my mom restricting the food made me fat blah blah blah. obviously Mm -hmm. that's what happened but (laughs) it's a tough thing it's a tough thing to do with your kids especially if you have like a food thing yourself you know what i'm saying like to have junk food in the house and watch your we all have that one friend we all have that one friend yeah it's so and, – and also their their uh, their uh whatever system is, is faster than mine, whatever that's called. Metabolism. Thank you. So anyway, <laughs> but yeah, I had this friend who's, whose parents didn't give a shit about us, so he would eat junk food, and we'd just go upstairs and play like – we'd watch Dragon Ball Z, and we'd play like oh, – he, he had a PS2, and I ha- I've i never had a PlayStation in my entire life. So I was always I – I went to GameCube. Yeah, I know. I went well, to GameCube. A, you're
0: a Nintendo, like you are – Deep yes. inside of Nintendo. But anyway,
1: because I grew up with it. that's what. I, my GameCube was the first thing that I ever had. I, I, I skipped the 64 generation. My parents didn't love me enough. And then I had GameCube, and then <laughs> I went straight to uh, Xbox 360, and then Xbox One. And now I have uh, Switch and uh, the same Xbox One that I always had. PC! Yeah, you're a PC boy now, dude. You've graduated. Mm-hmm, Do you exactly. play on
0: keyboard? Uh, I, in the last two months, I started playing on keyboard. Let's
1: fucking go, dude. You're it's, a pro it's, gamer it's, now. It's,
0: it's, well, I don't know about that, but it's actually a lot better than the controller. Uh, and of I, course. I oh, of played course it is. You could point and I shoot. I know, but I used to, for the, for a year, I had this, I've been gaming on a PC for a year, and I've used to control the whole time. And yep, my sorry. friend that I play with gets so mad at me. He hates it. So I said, fine, okay, I'll learn. And it's better.
1: And I've been ready. avoiding and it and my entire life. And that is the same life.
0: friend that had the, the pantry full of junk food, by the way. So,
1: And he's good. also skinny as a punch. board. <laughs> I Hate these people. These entitled fucks. <laughs> Dude, yeah, but uh, I I've been avoiding the WASD mouse pointing thing literally my entire life. I also, I, I my theory, my hot theory is also, or is part of it, is that I've never, n- I never learned how to ten finger type. I type with f- three, maybe four fingers on each hand. I'm pretty fast, but I don't. I think uh, that's,
0: I think you, you're. Uh, we shared a uh, dorm for three out of four years of college, and you never really. I don't think you ever made fun of my typing, but everybody else does. I never learned how to type either.
1: I don't remember you being noticeably slower. I would have made fun of you.
0: Well, I mean, I'm proficient at it, but it's
1: incorrect. Yeah, but there's. So who, you never called give, me out who, on it. Who gives a shit though if it works? You know, like because you if, look like a caveman. Um, uh, no, but that's only if it doesn't work. If it if it works fine, then who cares? Who the the typing police are going to come get me? My point is like I I am a objectively slower typer. I'm sure you are too honestly we're saying the yeah. same thing yeah. <laughs> we're, we're 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 slower typers because uh, of uh, you know it, but it does it gets me through Do the you day You keep your
0: fingers on the home row <laughs> The home row <laughs> Oh no I forgot
1: about the home row Dude we didn't have typing classes until 6th grade but Sean uh, my youngest brother had them like from I think 3rd
0: We didn't have typing classes at all we had computer lab but that's we what I made mean. We played computer games the whole time.
1: That's true, yeah. Those we played uh
0: we p- we played the Oregon Trail mostly. I love nice. that game by the way. I love the Oregon Trail. On those uh those big multicolored Macs. Did you remember those?
1: Yeah, we, yeah, no, we didn't have those Macs. We had weird PCs, shitty old PCs. Oh, too bad.
0: Our our computer lab was all Macs. I don't know if our district got a grant or what. All literally all we had was those big multicolored Macs, like the pink that's and the awesome. blue, the orange. Yeah, exactly. I learned those on Macs. Those,
1: those are like the OGs. Those those are the ones that changed the game.
0: Mm-hmm. Good old Steve Jobs. That was his. Uh, I think that was one of his. I don't know. Not one of his first things, but after he came yeah. back, Cause that was. Uh, was like ben I'm ben gonna, Kenner- gonna get
1: cancer and not trade it.
0: I don't I don't understand. He that guy would still be with us and he'd still be doing great things. But whatever, I guess everybody yeah. has their thing. Yeah, he's a Don't weirder. forget I mean, about the home row.
1: Yeah, the home row. Our our uh, our computer lab teacher was a a grade a bitch too. I don't remember I didn't <laughs> like her. But I do. was I, a I very love...
0: sweet old lady. I love really? I don't remember her name. Yes, I, it was, it was, she was great. Anyway, I'm sure she had PCs for years, and then Steve Jobs came in there and put a whole bunch of Macs, and it probably ruined her whole world. That's why. Why she just said, "Okay, you guys must play games all day, because I'm not learning this freaking bullshit UI. This
1: is fucking yeah. bullshit. I've been doing PCs my whole life. I still don't know. I, 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 to this day, would be like, I would be so slow. I'd on a Mac. It'd be bad and I, I have never learned and it also like macs are the the computers of the entertainment industry like if, they are. if i ever they make are. it out to la everyone uses mac so i will eventually have to learn it's also everything else in my life is apple i have an iphone i have airpods i have an apple watch i don't like their
0: their pc design though it's just maybe it's, it's probably cuz i'm not familiar
1: with it, it just don't, yeah. it's just totally i not think you would,
0: intuitive
1: yes it's not intuitive your favorite word but it's <laughs> i think it would be it would be so nice to have the uh a sharing system the, mm-hmm. to complete the ecosystem and mm-hmm. just be able to transfer files instantly to my Mac and be able to um, respond to text with a keyboard. That mm-hmm. would be cool.
0: Yep. The whole time that I said it, after I said intuitive, I was thinking of Patrick JMT.
1: Patrick JMT. Did we look, we we definitely looked on this pod about what, what his subscriber counts at. Yeah, you know? it's
0: it's it's up there. I don't know. He's like, he does chess videos now. That's right. Yeah and he gave me a terrible grade in calculus so <laughs> and i watched his godforsaken <laughs> videos too Then they <laughs> helped me one lick all right so shout out to Patrick James too though i'm sure he's doing great shout and uh, he needs there's our lots of out. there's lots of math people that he has found a way to teach and help calculus and other things too but I found not me myself
1: doing that i found myself doing that on twitter i I, uh, I retweeted one of my favorite youtubers who has like 1.6 million subscribers and i was like hey you guys <laughs> this is great this is a great YouTuber. You guys should check her out. I'm like, what? What am I? What am I doing? Giving her? She, she has. I have yeah, 200 Twitter followers. <laughs> uh, oh, Speaking of
0: doing something random on Twitter, so uh, Lath, uh, one of our college roommates uh, from Southwestern, he shared a tweet from Coach Austin. Uh, Coach Austin is now doing competitive uh, weightlifting, and I liked really? one of his tweets. Yeah, it was uh, he won some competitive weightlifting
1: competition oh, he's
0: like he's like all bulked up and he gave me a follow too after i liked it so.
1: damn so I, it cool. I think he yeah. still follows i think i unfollowed him a while ago why would you unfollow he, him he didn't do anything just, to you he, he he clogged up my Twitter feed with, with like nonsense that I don't oh care about, like God. game times and things. I'm like, I don't need this shit. I should have just muted him. That was mean to unfollow. Yeah. I'll probably go, follow go, go,
0: go give him a follow.
1: All right. Go, I'll go, do that.
0: Yeah. Go give him a follow right now. He, was always, he, was, always
1: good. he was always good to me. He
0: was a good yeah, man. He, he used to meet with you one-on-one back in the day.
1: He's a good man. I like that guy. He's a he's a weirdo, but he's a good man. Mm-hmm. Yep. He, his, he, he put his baby's fist in his mouth. <laughs> or is his foot. Was it the baby's foot or fist? Uh, probably both.
0: <laughs> One of the things you always used to say in the meetings is like I in the public, I am the straightest arrow. I'm gonna do everything right, but at home I may be a freak, but you're never gonna know about it. <laughs> like, why are you why are you telling us this, man? I don't I don't understand.
1: That and then also he just he straight up tweeted a photo of like mm-hmm. something that was it was intentional it was supposed to be cute, mm-hmm. but it was his his infant baby's foot like in his mouth. <laughs> like insane. And he, like, tweeted this, like, oh, well, this is what parents get up to. And it's just like, what are you doing? That's just bizarre. It's like an Uh, alien trying to be relatable. I love the
0: guy, but I remember that we had a football – was it GroupMe back in the day? That's what we used to use, (laughs) GroupMe. And that photo circulated that GroupMe with lots of edits. I never contributed, (laughs) but I watched – I don't know if you were in that GroupMe at that time. This was later (laughs) in the game, but it circulated the GroupMe. I never put uh, that
1: together because there's a – I mean, there's like a, a a term for a a big dick is a as a baby leg, and mm-hmm. he has a literal baby leg in his in his mouth, his gaping mouth.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to go into detail on what the edits were or who <laughs> did them, but there was there were there were picture edits that were circulated that to s- circulated the group me. So anyway, shout out to Coast Austin, love you. Had a great time at school, and uh, I'm glad that you're uh, uh doing I guess professional weightlifting competitions. You should check out the photo though. That dude is bulked up.
1: Good for you, man. Yeah, more power to you. Much love. I mean, you're never gonna. See, he's never gonna see this. But thank you, thank you. Awesome. <laughs> it's
0: insane. It's insane. To hey, do, uh, he might see it. I, he's I, not he likes my see tweet. This. He liked my tweet. I, I retweeted our first podcast. All right, so. I'm gonna
1: clip. I'm gonna clip this out and s- at him on Twitter.
0: No, please do not. <laughs> I do not want him to find out about his uh, some p- former players <laughs> editing a picture of his baby's leg in his mouth. I, I don't want. To, I don't want that in his brain. He doesn't ever right. need to know yeah. that. Right. But it happened. It did happen.
1: Well, it's a good thing that our podcast has zero reach whatsoever. That way yeah, we no, can just it's say whatever s- we want and not be concerned n- about uh, any you know, ramifications. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's hey, awesome.
1: um, I got to tell you, speaking of, of reach, I mean, this is probably like the third episode in a row they're going to get a shout out. But shout out to Nick and Krista, my two cousins. I r- officiated their wedding not three days ago.
0: Oh, yeah. That's amazing. How did it go? Did you bomb?
1: I didn't bomb. I saw. I, I was terrified. I was shitting my pants, and I it, it, went, it went it went really well. I think um, I, I I got lots of compliments on it. I the script was fine. There was one complication, small thing, but I had my iPad script in front of me, right, and I was always under the impression that I would be um, uh, that I would have it on a podium, but there's no podium there, so like last minute decision. Guess what, buddy? You're holding the mic and an iPhone in one hand, or mic in one hand, the iPhone in the other. But I got these giant meat claws that I've mentioned once already in this episode, so it worked mm-hmm. out. I scrolled with my fat thumb, and it worked fine. So anyway, it was perfect. Uh, got lots of compliments. My uncle said I should be a pastor, but I was like, mm-hmm, "Wow, that's not happening." But thank you for the compliment. It was it was sweet of him to say.
0: Hmm, that's amazing. Well, you must have killed his any video.
1: I don't know. I probably just pictures, if I were guessing. Another thing, miraculously, so one of the, one of the things I was ter- – so from day one, Nick, Nick and Krista graciously called me and asked me to to officiate their wedding. It was extremely sweet. Did not expect it at all. First time ever doing it. Literally, one of the first things I said was thank you. I'll I, I'll, I'll think about it. Or I think I said I'll think about it. Called them back, said yes. I said, listen, you got to know. I am a fat piece of shit, and you <laughs> have this wedding in current month – what month is it? May. May. <laughs> Your your wedding is gonna be beautiful because it's gonna be like green, but it's in May. I will be sweating my balls straight off. Where it's an outdoor wedding in May, I guarantee you, I will soak through my shirt sweating, and I'll be sweating in all of your photos. And they said that's fine, it's okay. We're all gonna be sweating. I'm like, you don't know how I sweat. It's gonna be bad. (laughs) It's gonna be really bad. So they're like, that's fine. It's all good. Don't worry about it. So for the night before for the uh, rehearsal, um, (laughs) it was. (laughs) I mean, it was 90 degrees at like 6 p.m. And yeah. um, humid. And I, I decided, for some reason, I, I wore my nice button-down shirt. So I had like a black undershirt, button-down shirt, and pants. And like nice shoes. Because we are going yeah. to the rehearsal uh, dinner after that. So yeah. for the rehearsal itself, I walk up there and wearing like nice clothes. And everyone around me is wearing shorts and a t-shirt. Like everyone's just like, fuck it. Let's you know, figure out how we're going to do it. I should have worn shorts and a t-shirt, but I didn't. I just soaked like a whole ring of... Just the, an entire like down the button of just w- w- sweat. Both pits were gone. It was bad, and so I I, I literally saw eyebrows raise. I was like, like <laughs> I told you, I told you this would happen. <laughs> I saw it, it. It wasn't it wasn't them. It was like I think Uncle Charlie was like, hey man, uh maybe take the shirt off or like you know anyway. But <laughs> does not matter. So the next day I'm like terrified, and uh I, one of the guys, one of the groomsmen, texted me like, hey, don't get dressed until you get to the place because we have an AC room that you can change in and just go straight out there, you know yeah. moment of so I said yeah. perfect, that sounds great, let's do it, so we get to the to the you know the the time, and uh I'm like, all right, this is it <laughs> I'm literally standing like w- there's an a c unit in the in the um window, I'm standing sitting right next to it, just reading my script <laughs> like over and over, and just kind of like you know because <laughs> every time I get up and move to a thing the sweat starts, so it it I get out there. And then to my delight, immediate, amazing delight, the wind just goes, it's like a crazy storm is like blowing in, but the weather missed us enough to where we got all the way through the ceremony and the reception. The weather hit us immediately after that, but the wind from that storm was just like amazing. So I didn't, I didn't sweat a drop. It was perfect.
0: Wow. That, where was the wedding at?
1: Blum, Texas, I believe. Don't quote me on Where that. Where is it? Where is that at? Oh it's like a, an hour south of Dallas. Huh. Okay.
0: Interesting. Interesting. It was on a farm, or what?
1: It was on. It was on a. Um. I think it's Blum. Doesn't matter. Uh. It was like a. It, it, it was a wedding. Wedding specific reception place, I think, or they had like events and stuff out there. The place was gorgeous. He, wow. It must have been. It must have been fifty acres. It was Jeez, huge. That's amazing. And like a, the, uh the the they actually got married underneath this gigantic. Old oak tree, and uh, it was so cool because y- you look out over the field, and where you're the oak tree is on top of the hill, and you right. look down, it goes goes down and just out, and there's like a river over there. It's like out of a movie, it's freaking beautiful. Huh, so, I mean, they, they I think they, they went and scouted it a year ago or whatever. Whenever so that planning. place was nice and cheap, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, congrats, dude, that's amazing. Yeah, I know, yeah, it worked, been, out, worked out really been worried well. worried about I got, that for. Like Bro, a a year, I've been shitting my
1: pants so so scared. Um, they were passing. That's how around. it was about
0: the the best man speech. I was it was it was awful. I was I was, I was gonna kidding. ask you
1: the same because like also you you had the uh, you were able to get a little bit liquored up beforehand though, right?
0: I did not want to get liquored up at all uh, uh, because I, that would have I would have not been able to do it. So I'm, that alcohol works the wrong way for me in that way. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So
1: I I I i I'm good for one maybe two drinks and then I get stupid. Mm. Or you know, not stupid, but it, it helps. It, it eases my nerves for one or two drinks. So that's what I. They were passing around a flask of whiskey, so I just hit that once or twice, and I was, I was, I was fine. Right as rain. Right as rain.
0: Mm-hmm. I had I had half a beer before my speech. That's all I could do.
1: Man, that's interesting.
0: Otherwise, it just I don't know what it is, but it just I have to I have to get I have to get over the hump, and I did not want to go that far. Right. You know what I mean? One or two or three or four or five beers that makes it worse. After just five years, I'm good. I'm good.
1: <laughs> I Man, feel you. We did the exact same good. thing. Yeah. <laughs> you have to get over that hump. Mm-hmm. But yep. You don't want to drink t- 18 beers before the thing. Yeah. No,
0: I didn't have enough time either unless I wanted to just straight pound them. and just yeah. they would, I wouldn't even be able to give the speech.
1: So Also, the unfortunate part of this is that you, you're dumber than you think you are. And only in hindsight do you think that you, you know, do you remember back on it and you're like, oh, fuck, what the fuck did
0: I say? And when it's in front
1: of a <laughs> crowd like that, it'd be bad. Like yeah. I I riff, I riffed like a little bit. But the wind came and hit us and I was like, Hey, holy shit, what about this wind, guys? Oh my god Or something. I don't know. But like if I was <laughs> if I was hammered I would have been like crazy <laughs> I would've said something stupid. <laughs> so I've I've one more one more little story um about this wedding. So yeah. like I said, we had this storm roll in, right? And um it 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 was amazing. It was it, it waited until the reception ended the reception ended and then 5 minutes later the rain started it was wild. that's, a, that's crazy the reception the reception was indoors so we would have been fine either way but i was hammered and uh, my cousin doesn't drink and we were staying in the same room so she i was i was like could you drive drive my car and also one other groomsman who was gone in the back of my car we just like yeah. threw him in and uh, she drove my altima and the rain started pounding coming down crazy it was a so um it was a situation where the the speed limit out there is like 70 75 yeah. we were going 35 it was great coming down super super crazy we we're getting smacked as you always say smacked um, and this guy in the back seat, i don't remember his name but he's just spouting like in incoherent nonsense um slurring his words like oh guys this is what a beautiful <laughs> evening, man. And my cousin's just 10 and 2 like this, you know, just staring straight ahead. The windshield wipers are going crazy. I'm like, we've got our hazards on. Um, Anyway, that's not much of a story, but that's what happened. It, the, the, the weather was wild <laughs> at the end.
0: <laughs> I thought something going to happen. It's Nothing just, happened. It was there just, it was just crazy
1: smack. weather. Everything went fine. It was a beautiful <laughs> ceremony. God, shout out, shout out to Nick and Chris. We love you.
0: <laughs> the smackening in the car. That's what that story was. Yeah, that was a, a horror. We might, might just cut. Yeah. We're not going to we'll leave it in. I was going to bring this up. Uh, one of our longtime watchers, uh, mo- one of our most reliable watchers, uh, Mark Skinner, is actually getting married this weekend, and I'm going to that wedding on Saturday. Let's
1: go. Shout out to Mark, dude. Thank you so yeah. much. We, we, we really, really appreciate your comments and everything. Uh, thank you for listening, dude, and, and congratulations. Yep. You, uh, yep. How's, uh, how's, how's, how's the uh, how's fiancé situation? Yeah.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, she's great. Uh, she's she's really cool, and and we worked.
1: You can <laughs> talk shit. This is a safe place. He's never going to hear this. <laughs>
0: no, I'm not, no, uh, no. Adriana is great. Uh, she she's really good. Uh, I've known her for a long time. She they always invite me out for parties, and yeah. she's super accommodating and, and just a generally really cool person. So I think Mark is uh, Mark is a really lucky guy, and he's going to have a a great marriage.
1: Hell yeah, dude! Shout out Mark and Adriana. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Yep,
0: yep. Thanks, Mark. Where's the where's the wedding at? Uh, it's at Margaritaville in uh, Conroe.
1: Margaritaville is it a place?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got you know you know Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. He's got them all over the place. What? <laughs> I, I
1: I didn't realize it was a, a physical location on a map. I thought it was just like a like a like a you know a song.
0: Well, the original Margaritaville is like in uh, Cancun or something, Mexico. But yeah, there's Margaritaville. It's a chain. There's Margaritavilles everywhere now.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Is it a restaurant? Hey, what are we talking? It about?
0: is. It is a resort.
1: Resort. I didn't know this.
0: Yep, it's a resort. So it's a golf uh, pool resort, basically. So Saturday, all the boys are getting together, uh, and we're all going to play golf. And, uh, and this is before the wedding, so hopefully Mark doesn't get a, uh, too uh, too crazy. But uh, yeah, we're all going to wake up tomorrow or Saturday morning, and uh, we're going to play uh, team golf with all the, all the people in the wedding. So we're pretty excited about
1: it. That's awesome, man. Hell yeah. And he's a huge golfer, big-time golfer, better than me. We'll kick his ass on his wedding day.
0: I'll try. We're uh, we're on th- we're playing uh, teams, so I think there's there might be f- I can't remember how many teams. I think there's four total teams, um, and I don't remember how the teams were picked. But uh, basically, every single person in the group was ranked on their golf aptitude, I guess, um, and uh, then the teams were divided up. So there's I think there's four teams of four people. So and then we're gonna play best ball, and whoever
1: wins, I guess wins. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you don't want <laughs> to be on team went. D or whatever, like the fourth shitty. You're gonna be with like Ant aunt jemima and no it's not that, it's, that
0: it's just the it's just the groomsmen in the, uh, venue, and the wedding yeah yeah no we're, okay. not, we're not doing any of that stuff no, what's no.
1: your handicap bro uh i don't even know it's like 10 to 20s i think <laughs> i don't even know what it means i <laughs> honestly don't know what handicap means I've been, you're i are a golfer that's bro my gol- that's my one that's my like one golf term i know yep yep can you no, explain no, to me it. what a handicap means
0: so uh i don't know if you're familiar with golf at all but basically whenever you shoot par uh, par for a course is typically 72, right? So that means on average when you play an 18-hole golf course, you should to shoot a total score of 72, right? So you, mm-hmm. when you total every single – let's say you shoot 4, 5, 4, 3, blah, blah, blah. When you add all those together, if you shoot par in every hole, it will equal 72. So whenever a golfer shoots like you see they shoot like negative 1 or negative 2 or under 3 or under 4 or whatever, that means they shot under that 72 total – scoring value for the entire course does that make sense yeah okay go okay ahead. so so a handicap is you take uh and in the old days I don't know if they still do it like this but you, what you would do is you would go play a course and you'd play a series of courses you'd keep your score accurately you not know, like using the foot wedge and all that stuff uh and you'd turn those scorecards into the uh the golf shop I guess whatever and somebody in there would tabulate your score and then over time you would accumulate an average, and that average is your handicap, and it's a handicap because it's the number of strokes that you average above a par of 72. So if I, say, have a average handicap of 18, then that means I'm shooting an average of uh, 90, right? Um, so 18 plus 72 is 90, so my handicap would be 18. So I would be shooting a 90 uh, instead of a 72. 72 would be a scratch golfer, which is
1: amazing. Okay.
0: Got Even that's a very boring explanation, but that's what no, handicap is. So it's just—it's basically a handicap, meaning like if this is—you're not a scratch golfer. This is your handicap. Yeah, yeah. You're you're an average of twenty strokes higher, thirty or
1: forty or ten or five or whatever it is. Turn with you. Golf's yep. one of the things that I hope to eventually get into. I mean, the, the two or three times that I've ever you played, should. I love it. It's I've amazing. i a good time. I love playing. Uh, yeah, I, I should. Ad, okay,
0: I ask you this: H- out of the, I think I think there was twelve. Uh, let's see. Uh, maybe it was 16 or 18. I don't know. 18 people, uh, maybe just for fun. How, where do you think they put me on that list as far as a golf ranking? Halfway. Good guess. Number three. So you're good. I yeah, I used to be good. I'm 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 not as good as I used to be, but I'm. Sounds I'm like
1: you're being modest because third is is good. That's bronze medal, bud.
0: Yeah, that's true. I I we'll see. So I was I think that we have a uh, I think that the team that I was put on has a very good shot of winning this thing. So we're we're pretty excited. Cool.
1: Well, good shit. Yeah, best of luck. Kick it like I said, kick his ass on his wedding day. It'll I will. Be I'll
0: be sure to. Yep. And I also be sure to hit him over the head of the golf club too or something. <laughs> I don't remember Anyway, ta- sh- shout out to Mark. Thank you, Mark. Shout out to Mark.
1: Um, I don't remember if I talked about this last time, but I want to mention real quick that in uh, next week on Tuesday, I will be in Austin for, uh, or I will be at Joe Rogan's new comedy club. Have you heard of this place?
0: It's called like it's something like
1: anti woke or something, isn't it? <laughs> no, that would be horrific. It's called the Comedy Mothership.
0: What I thought it was like something. Did I make that up? Or is, I thought it was like the Woke Club or something. Or no, that would be
1: extraordinarily cringe i'm glad that's
0: what this well that's what i thought that's why i brought it up because i thought like the name that they selected for it was terrible
1: no it's called it's called the mothership it's cool it's like that's good that's
0: good i I was i'm 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 glad that it is because i heard it was named like something kind of cheeky but so i was like man that's really on the nose anyway yeah yeah that's cool (laughs) so what are you doing there
1: I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to it. So my, one of my favorite comedians of all time, Doug Stanhope, who I, and we talked about this for sure. Cause we talked about Stanhope at, at going into Austin, Houston. Anyway, Stanhope is, uh, is one of He's on my Mount Rushmore. He's unbelievable. He's like a, he's been a drunk for 50 years and he just go, he goes and plays these like nothing rooms and he's a goddamn genius. Um, but, uh, anyway, he's the best. He's, 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 he'll be the first comic to shoot a special at the comedy mothership. And I'll really? be at a special taming, taping. I've never huh. been at a special taping before, which is cool. You might see me in the crowd in a shot, hopefully. Um What's he gonna cool. go on? Netflix? Uh he's probably just gonna put it on YouTube. That's what everyone's doing nowadays. We'll uh, okay. see. Oh, but cool. um but yeah, he, the other interesting part is that he's I mean, he he is a drinking culture. He's a he's a drunk. Like I said, he drinks all the time. And he's been um the the show is a day drinking show. So it's the, the show starts at huh. noon. So wow. we're gonna Jeez. wake up Patrick and I are gonna wake up at like ten and just start hitting it, and fucking get our <laughs> mosey our way over to Austin from the ranch. It's about an hour drive uh, to, to downtown Austin. That is, where's and, it at? Uh, Where,
0: where's the actual like? Where's the It's on Sixth Street. That's amazing. That's gonna be yeah. so cool. Wow, yeah. that's cool. Is uh, dude? I'm
1: so stoked. So what's, what's, what's wild is that um, uh, you can't get tickets. Like it's crazy. There's a do you know? A, there's a, there's a com or a live podcast called Kill Tony. I don't know it. You know that though. starring uh Tony Hinchcliffe who's a Roganites anyway, but so the the premise of the show, just to give you a quick thing, the premise of the show is that they have anyone, literally any human being in there in the in the room with them, can put their name in a hat and then they choose randomly like five to ten names out of that hat and you get one minute of uninterrupted stand up in on stage in front of Hundreds of thousands of people because, like, it, it, gets, it gets put on YouTube and hundreds of thousands of people see it. So, careers oh, have been no. made. Careers have been made from this show because n- nobodies with no nothing will come up and kill, and then Tony will love them and, and, and book them <laughs> on a thing. It happens all the time. So, oh God, that's crazy. it's incredibly nerve wracking, so cool. but yeah. people bomb constantly. <laughs> constantly. It's brutal. So, you, you get one minute uninterrupted of stand up, and then the, the panel is like Tony is. His producer, whatever guest they have on, like a real comedian, and they yeah. just will either, you know, roast him, roast them, or, you know, it, it encourages them to do more, whatever. So it's
0: like America's Got Talent for comedians. Yes,
1: for comedians. And uh, hmm. it's, it's, I can't watch it because I can't watch people bomb. I i, I, I hate secondhand embarrassment. You probably love it, you beast, no, I savage don't like of a it. man. Yes, like you it. do.
0: I don't like it. I hate that. Yeah.
1: You, you you love it, Zach. I There's been like, a couple
0: of scenes in uh, Better Call Saul that I've actually been watching that <sighs> I'm like, oh no, I don't want to. Why are you doing that? Like, come on. How deep are you in? Uh, season three.
1: Are you serious?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I'm right after where. Uh, speaking of scenes that I hated watching, where uh Better C- or Saul has to like, uh, you know, wear that little microphone thing or whatever, oh, and yeah, he has right. to in- intentionally like while he's giving the yoga class or whatever, has to intentionally like bad mouth himself uh awesome. so that they
1: can all hear it but i was like so that oh, no 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 that scene is great the scene preceding that where he's mean to to the old lady is mm-hmm. unwatchable it's so cringeworthy mm-hmm. like he's he like and she's like he makes that old lady cry it's it's the shittiest thing that he ever does yep. i think in yep. the whole series yep. <laughs> it's fucking horrific and it i'm is. so glad that they got, when i watched that i was like oh no they're they're making him too dark he's not likable anymore he's like a, a real asshole so mm-hmm. i'm glad that he came around and uh And righted that wrong. Are you watching it with Chasey or by yourself?
0: I am watching it with Chasey. If I was watching it by myself, I'd be
1: done. So she actually likes it. She
0: hated uh, Breaking Bad, but she actually likes to watch it. So she likes it. (laughs) Let's fucking go! I'm so happy you're watching it, dude. Yep, yep. So she wants to see it. So I, uh, yeah,
1: we're I think we're
0: midway through season. I don't know. You can tell me. I I think I'm in season three though.
1: Four, five, and six are the the run of of seasons is unfucking believable. So it actually gets crazy. I think it's it's hard to say what seasons are my favorite. Like for Breaking Bad, it's easy in my opinion. Four it goes four, five, three, two, three, one, two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for for Saul, I just don't know. It's so and also for Breaking Bad four and five are neck and neck. Like it, they're, yeah, you could you could make a case for both. Yeah, uh, but for Saul, it's just so consistently great. I don't know. It's hard to say.
0: Yeah, well, I'm excited about it. And oh yeah, uh, man. I love I love the show I I really do love it. It's enjoyable. I'm glad you came around. I, lo- I love Saul. I love uh, Bobo and Kirk. He's, He's a the best. Man. He's so, so anyway.
1: such a great character. Kim yeah. Wexler, dude. Yep. Love Kim. All right. Yep. Uh, I, yeah.
0: It's anyway. Go go ahead. Sorry.
1: You're fine. I, I, I'm glad you're watching it. G- I, I would love to hear more about it once you uh once you trudge through. Mm-hmm. Maybe making through the whole thing and then we can <laughs> do a whole I episode. I don't know. On I don't I'm, I'm getting
0: a, getting a little squeamish. You know, it's I'm running out episodes
1: here. <laughs> Again, dude, you can just put it in your rotation like Breaking Bad is. You can rewatch it. You can rewatch all know, of Salt and then all of Breaking over. Bad. It's going to be over. It's not. It It is already over. By the way, I
0: brought up our conversation to
1: Chasey and she said I wasn't psychotic. So. Well, that's because she's your loving girlfriend who <laughs> takes your side. If you killed a person in cold blood for no reason, she'd be like, well, it's not psychotic. It's just he was having a bad day.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: anyway. All right. Well, all we right. should talk move about on. Short? Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to ver- set it up? Uh, so The Big Short
0: is probably one of my favorite uh, movies uh, I- that I. You have in
1: I'll be right back. I gotta pee.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. So well, probably one of the mo- my favorite movies that I have in rotation uh, that I regularly watch. So it's a movie about uh, the 2008 financial disaster, really the mortgage crisis um, that resulted from just a crazy uh, spending spree, uh, CDOs, all things, all kinds of crazy things that are explained throughout the movie. Uh, but but I generally love the movie uh, because it has uh, a really good cast, uh, Ryan Gosling, uh, Steve Carell, uh, a couple of other uh, actor, actors that have since uh, gone on to do some things. So the movie's funny. Uh, the way that they present things is different. Uh, so overall, the, the, the movie is great. It, it tells a great story, and it kind of gives you um, – Background uh, and a different perspective on on how this. Oh, uh, Brad Pitt's in it too. Background and, and a different perspective on on really how uh, the whole crisis came to be, how it started, and and what came out of it. So, uh, oh, Christian Bale's in it too. How could I forget that? So there's there's just a whole slew of good actors, and it's it's just really really well done. So anyway, I, I think I kind of introduced it.
1: Look at you, dude. You're, you'd be a solo podcaster. I never could. That would be god awful. You're killing it. Yeah, dude, mm-hmm. this is—I mean, this this movie is awesome. Um, I—it's a really uniquely styled movie. Uh, uh yep. Adam McKay is the director who, before this, only did comedy. Step Brothers. Step Brothers. He did, Brothers. He did yep. Anchorman. Mm-hmm. What else? The other one, Old that, Boy. That's all I know. Not that's Old all Boy. I know. Yes. But anyway, dude, he's 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 a he's a comedy director for the longest, and he moved and he's doing dramas now. Except for this, uh, <clears throat> I want to say his new movie is star his, his new movie that he's making right now is pitching it to people currently or not currently because there's a writer's strike, but after the writer's strike he'll probably be pitching it back to <laughs> he's uh, uh starring Robert Downey Jr. and it's about a uh an assassin who is also involved with like the legislation system. I think he's like a he's like a oh God. I'm butchering this. He's like a fucking congressman, I think, and he his whole thing is he wants to make murder murder less of a of a thing what, what, does that mean? what he mean? wants to make murder less uh less bad to get caught
0: he wants to outlaw
1: doing. murder he wants to I, I'm, I'm butchering this i'm cutting this whole fucking thing now this is a goddamn nightmare you see me just stumble through that whole. that was horrific that was the worst thing i've ever said on this podcast my god he wants to make murder less of a bad thing the fucking read a, <laughs> read a thesaurus idiot oh my god that was embarrassing
0: i think it's because you were distracted by my cat i think that's what's going on here
1: uh i'm cutting all that out Maybe I'll keep it in. My introduction was bad too, so you might you you might have you can look at that. (laughs) Your introduction was I'm sure fine. Let's talk (laughs) about the big short, an actually good movie. So this movie this movie's a lot of fun.
0: Tell tell us about that movie you were talking (laughs) about.
1: That was legitimately the most retarded thing I've ever said. (laughs) I was I I just stopped
0: listening halfway through. I was like, I don't know where this guy's going, I don't know what this is, but uh, I'm just gonna let him. And I'll say, oh man, that's cool, and we'll just move uh, on. All right. So anyway, <laughs> <She adjusted>. uh,
1: <laughs> the Big Short. I watched this with my father, who is a financial advisor, and he um, he gave me a little bit of insights on what it was like living the pl- through the plan. that time. Yeah. Um, so it, 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 it's it's just a it's a wild story. I was not old enough to comprehend what was happening at the time. Were you?
0: Uh, I I, I knew what was going on. Fox
1: News or news,
0: just news in general, and and kind of keep up with stuff. But I didn't really. Tux, Jesus Christ, stop drinking my water out of my cup. Good lord. Uh, but I, I kind of had a good idea of what was going on, and it was it was it was a tough time uh, for everybody. I don't know how your dad went through it as being you know big time in stocks. What, what was his perspective?
1: Uh, it's the single darkest period of his life.
0: Okay, he, yeah, he that's was, fair. <laughs>
1: yeah. He uh, so not only was well, 2008 was wild for for him because uh his his entire the his industry, the his entire way of, of, of living was just completely upended and then uh his mom died and then his his my my dad's my mom's dad died all in the span of like 4 months. So it's crazy. 2008 is like a, the worst year of all time in the Mulvihill family. It's, it's bizarre. So uh darkest period of his life for more reasons than just this but what was interesting from his from his perspective is that he was able to see the writing on the walls with these the subprime loans loans and Mm -hmm. the uh uh the what the the fucking thing called the things that encapsulates studios studios so he's he's like this is bizarre like the system is so strange and he said um uh watching this movie he just kept saying i'm so jealous i'm so jealous of these guys because I saw this happening, but I wasn't able, I wasn't smart enough to make it, make money off of it. was right. like, I, I, I saw this happening and, and thought the system was weird and, and, and kind of wrong, but I, I wasn't smart enough to put it together for, hmm. uh, you, know, you know, to make millions and millions off of it like these folks did. Mm-hmm. So as I'm sure you did in your introduction, this is the story of four or five real, but well, like six or seven real people that got ahead of this thing and shorted the housing market, which yep. had never been done before. Mhm.
0: Uh, did it just to kind of to I don't know, I don't want to throw you off, but does your dad have any does he have anything to say about what's currently going on? So, um I <coughs> I know he's not as invested as he used to be. He's kind of on his way out, but I mean he still looks, obviously.
1: He's uh, this, this is all this. so my dad if uh, for the folks at home who don't know, uh, I, I'm trying to start I'm trying to convince him to start a podcast about uh, finance stuff. Which is not my cup of tea. It's not my jam. It never has been my jam. As a matter of fact, economics has been like one of my least favorite subjects my what entire was your, life.
0: Uh, what was your What uh, was your What was your degree
1: in Harvard? Business. I
0: thought it was finance.
1: No, that was my minor.
0: Oh, okay, my minor <laughs> so, was I was econ. Make, so I was trying to make a joke, uh, joke there.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, it's fair. It's also like, what does your father do? Like, what you don't know shit about? What your dad is like? Uh, <laughs> it's he's the that, family like, business. <laughs> yeah, no, truly that. Be like. I mean, we, we we he he sat me down and like had the talk at some point of like, listen, man, I mean, this company has our name on it. You can you can just take it if you want once I retire. And I'm like, mm, I got no interest in that, bud. It, it was it was a, it was a pretty you know it was a it was a serious decision that I had to make because I mean it's it's lucrative. I just don't I fucking my eyes glaze over. I got to tell you, I just don't I don't find it interesting. I find it um, frustrating. So here's where this movie comes in. Yeah, most people are like me. I think most people find this this topic tiresome and this movie knows that and it's it's, it's aware of that and it's so smartly will just like as soon as the information input gets to be a little bit too hard or much it'll cut away and it'll say it'll say listen I know you probably have no idea what the fuck we're talking about right now here's Margot Robbie in the bathtub to explain it like it's <laughs> genius it's truly it it makes it makes it I, I I feel like I said my eyes glazing over. I feel my eyes start to glaze over, and then it's like, and it's like, and here's Anthony Bourdain in a kitchen, fucking like yep, telling yep. you a thing. It's or it's a one beautiful of the framing device in the
0: scene where like cut and turn and explain something. Yeah, it's break just, the fourth wall. Yes, it's it's just. Uh, the movie is just so good, and it's I've awesome. never seen anything done like that before. Or, or you know, I don't know if you there movie like
1: it. You know what it's like. It's it's like House of Cards. Did you ever watch House of Cards? or Was that just me in college? I did. I did watch. Uh, I did watch a little bit of House of Cards. Yeah, so it is right. It is. It yeah. is. It's the, the it's it's very similar to Kevin Spacey after doing a deal with a guy, looking at the camera and being like, "This motherfucker doesn't even know what he's talking about," and he go right back into the into the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Shouts out true. Kevin Spacey, the the, the yeah. rapist. But, like, seriously, like, it, it's it's so smart. It's such a, a good frame <laughs> device. It, what was, what I was gonna say is um, it's interesting to me that what
0: <laughs> said, Shout out to Kevin Spacey, the rapist. And then he just <laughs> continued. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's so
1: here's a, a, an interesting thing that I Knock that off. I thought of is only some of the characters break the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Like uh, yeah. Steve Carell never does. Isn't that interesting?
0: No. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh. Uh-uh. It's only Ryan Gosling and. That Asian oh yeah, no, you're character. right. Uh, Batman doesn't uh, either.
1: Whatever his name is. Yeah, uh, Christian Bale.
0: Uh, Christian Bale doesn't. Uh, Brad, not Brad Pitt. Is Brad Pitt in it? Yeah, yeah he, he doesn't. Is, yeah, he is. Yeah, he doesn't break the fourth wall. It's uh, like the uh, it's like the the, three the, the young guys do. The the young guys the young, do. Yeah, So
1: young guys all do. Wait, does anyone from that office break the fourth wall? I don't Steve Braille's so. office.
0: I don't think so. I don't think they do. I think it's, it's just, just the young guys. young guys. The Asian guy. I can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like quantitative or whatever. Ryan Gosling, and then uh, that's it. Maybe I think.
1: that was maybe. So there's only like three that, three or four that do. Maybe that was uh, an intention from the filmmakers because they had something to do with the input. Was there? Was this based off a book? It was based off a book, I believe. That might have been. They might have been the ones that wrote it.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think it was based off a book. Actually, it, it was actually a book by the same name, The Big Short. I believe they
1: might have been the one, the, the ones that wrote it, and so they had that perspective in the book. That that could make sense. Huh. Ryan Gosling's character is amazing though. He's so fine in this.
0: I, his the, his introduction to the movie is just fantastic too. It's unreal. So go ahead. No, no,
1: no. no when the movie when saying. the movie the movie starts to get really really great when he when he's pitching to Steve Carell's office. Oh about my God, why I bring that up, but I stopped talking so about it. It's great.
0: It's such a good pitch. It's yes. such a good pitch. I love it. I absolutely love it. Ooh, do,
1: you guys, do you guys smell that? Do You guys smell that? They're like, what? Is it someone's cologne? He's like, it's money. It's
0: a nice shirt. Do they make it for men? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I smell money, and they're like, okay, all right, we're go go on.
0: Yeah, it's like a cheap sales guy tactic, and this yeah. guy just just goes in and just freaking goes balls to the, It's a it's just such a good sales pitch, but it also serves two purposes. It, it explains to you in really good detail what happened. How he's gonna make money and how they can make money, so it sets up the entire rest of the movie. It's 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 just the movie's fantastic. I yeah. love it. I watched my favorite, it so many times. My
1: favorite scene of the in this movie, by the way, is uh, a Ryan Gosling scene where he's at the gym and he he gets called from uh, <laughs> Kendall Roy of Succession. I don't know the actor's name, Jeremy Strong. He gets called from one uh, one of the guys in Steve Carell's office, and he's like, "We'll do this, but just tell me how are you fucking us?" Yeah, like just i want to hear you say how you're fucking us and then, then we'll go do it and ryan goss ryan Gosling's like i'm not fucking you i'm making love to you i'm making sweet <laughs> passionate love and he's like he's like here's what's gonna happen you're like uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna make a killing i'm gonna fucking rip your eyeballs out but you are not going to care because you're going to be making so much money too and then he just the, the guy on the other end of the phone he's like just chews his gum for a few seconds he's like all right i buy that thanks <laughs> that works it's great
0: I love how he kicks everybody out of the bathroom <laughs> when he's on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> you see it multiple times. He's like, somebody tries to walk. He's like, yeah. no, no, Ronald, no. 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 And, <laughs> and then guy one guy's in shit. the bathroom. <laughs> he's like, what did you hear? What are they? And the guy's like. <laughs> it's like everybody knows this is how he is. He just kicks everybody out of the bathroom. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: That's actually an interesting uh, thing is that his character, and I guess the real guy, works for Merrill Lynch right at the bank uh so he's it, he's no, essentially he's he's betting against his own company which is an interesting uh, thing i think it was morgan stanley that yeah. he worked for yeah 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 so here's yeah. another thing that i didn't know about this whole situation that my dad told me last night which is uh um, yeah. uh the bank's getting bought out i didn't really understand what that meant and they mm-hmm. get like they got literally saved by the fed the fed uh mm-hmm. basically paid off their debts and and and, <laughs> and uh we 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 kept chugging as a a society because of it. It would have basically ended our financial system as it currently exists had that not happened. But there was one little interesting loophole that he mentioned that I'd never heard, which is uh, for the the Fed, a federal institution, to buy out these banks.
0: It's not a federal institution,
1: by the way. The Fed? Yeah, it's not. Oh, you're right. It's like private. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Um. For the Most Fed to buy out. That. This is why my dad needs a podcast. He, he's like really fucking smart and stuff. He could talk about these things. I don't know shit. I don't know shit about Dick. He should yeah. be on this episode. I think
0: he actually do know about that, The <laughs> go
1: ahead. Hey, good point. <laughs> um, oh, for fuck's sake.
0: I want to hear saying? this point, though. I really want to hear what you were going to say. So.
1: The point was this. The point was this. All these institutions, were they banks? God damn it. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm fucking so stupid.
0: You said there was something about a so loophole stupid. or something. Yeah, the loophole is
1: this. The loophole is this. The banks, <laughs> these 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 institutions had to be bought, literally bought out by banks to make it legal for them to uh for them to like uh uh be saved. God, I wish I had more information. Um so like now there's now Bank of America owns Merrill Lynch. Because,
0: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah, happened yeah. that
1: happened overnight. Literally overnight, because they had they they had to be had owned to their by their balance sheets. Yeah, they had yeah. to buy their their sheets they They had, had to be owned by out. a bank to, to get... They had no
0: liquidity.
1: Yeah. Oh, boy, I wish I was smart. You're was... smart, just
0: in your own special way.
1: <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> uh, that was just, two, just two fat L's this episode. Good lord. Okay.
0: <laughs> so uh I think you completed your point. So I want to talk about something <laughs> Uh, point, <laughs> <laughs> or your story, or your loophole. Oh boy! Uh, one of you. <laughs> one of my. One of my favorite things is when uh, front point partners, which is Steve Carell and the gang, whenever they get like word that this is like happening or like this is a thing, they want to find out. So what do they do? They go to Florida, and I think that that whole yes. scene where they like they 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 pulled some like ra- random mortgage filings, and I think the first scene is they go knock on somebody's door and like, hey, you're you're just checking in. And see how you are. You know, you're delinquent or whatever. And the guy's like. Yeah. You know, so some, I, I pay know, my so rent. Henry, yeah, Henry Henry Hammersmith is, you know, is it, is that you? He's like, are you talking about my land- landlord's dog? And anyway, he's like, yeah, I've been paying my rent. Is my landlord not paying? And then the whole thing is like they go with the realtor, and the realtor's like, everybody's motivated to sell. Blah 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 blah. I just thought the way they set that up and explained it, all the vacant houses was just—it's it like just they're so walking cool through a see. ghost town. And there's right. just these
1: these giant empty houses, and they and they get in the car with this realtor lady who's who's just like, I sold this one for eight ninety five. Like next year it'll be worth one point two, or like this, right. one, like it, it's just like, and it, you know, it's not gonna last. But right now it's really good. And that's just everyone's situation, and and of course everyone's favorite scene in the movie. Probably my second favorite scene in the movie is the, the strip club
0: mm-hmm.
1: when they go. They're like, uh, I forgot who. So they they talk to these like uh these broker douchebags who <laughs> are, are they they bring up strippers as, as like some of their best clients they're like strippers like like stripper strippers they're like yeah exotic dancers exotic yeah. dancers yeah <laughs> and he's like can you introduce us he's like yeah we can and then hard cut to strip club and yeah. this lady's telling him about all the, all the she's like yeah let's just ha- paid for a private dance he's sitting in the back and he's like taking notes just listening to the stripper talk and she's like trying to like you know flash his tits or whatever can you not so, dance you, i'll still you pay you <laughs> can you stop moving please hard to hear you <laughs> that's good stuff
0: and then she has I'd seven mortgages. And
1: then he's like, yeah. "Yep, there's." A,
0: and then it hard cuts again. Hard cut. Yep, there's a bubble. There's a bubble. <laughs> bubble. <laughs> the he's like, "How do you know?" It's like, "I know there's a bubble." <laughs> yeah.
1: There's what's what's interesting. There's there's tons of great edits like that where he's just like, "I have five houses and a condo." Hard cut. Yep, there's a bubble like that. That that that, that those cuts are amazing. Um, I will say there's like a, there's a lot of weird editing in this movie where it kind of it's kind of structured like a documentary. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. where yeah. like they have the snap zooms and everything, kind of like out of the office. With Steve Carell. With Steve Carell, and um, but like just like cutaways to like quotes from people, you know. It's 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 right. a very odd way of of making a movie. Right. Uh, right. The same director did a movie very recently, which is probably one of the most controversial things of, of recent years. Which is "Don't Look Up," which you liked. Don't look up. I did. Yeah. That's an embarrassing really? opinion.
0: You did not like the movie? <laughs> no,
1: I hate it. I, I, I'm not <laughs> a fan of that movie at all. I think it's a, I think it's a an hour too long, and it's just like oh, it hits you over the head with the messaging. So anyway, uh, but I I do think this movie is incredible. I have not seen Vice his his second movie. Have you? It's about uh-huh, Cheney. It? It's about Dick Cheney. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't uh-huh. know shit about it. Adam McKay did it too. Yes, we should do that for the pot at some point. Maybe.
0: Yeah, let's do it.
1: i okay. down. Um, but yeah, uh. uh Movie's awesome. This is a very strange, interesting time that we all live through in, in the mm-hmm. in the history of, you know, American, the financial world. It's the second biggest financial collapse that the American system has ever had. Right. Exactly. And it was th- the, 2008. The, the it wasn't that long ago. It was crazy.
0: The great, it was not the Great Depression, but it was the Great Recession.
1: recession. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy.
0: It's crazy. Yeah. We lived through that. And then we lived through COVID. So we've been to, through two of them.
1: Yeah. Do you want to hear my now. my dad's little my dad had a little quote for uh he was giving a presentation back in like 07 and yeah. uh we are he, he, the quote was this sorry I'm, my dog he he was that like uh um this is not we are not in the business of selling homes we are in the business of selling loans Yeah he had that on a thing
0: Mhm that's that's uh, but that's true that's the whole uh, that's why that's how they make money
1: I got to put my dog away hold on So anyway
0: I don't know if you're ready to close it out, but uh, yeah, I, I thought I, I thought that the movie was fantastic. I will watch it again. I probably watch it at least a couple times a year, just because I just think it's just cool to see the ho- the whole way it's set up, the way they explain it, the way the actors they use. It's just it's just a it's it's just a piece of art, in my yeah, opinion. I want to really I want
1: to uh, I want to I want to. I had a couple a couple notes here that I want to get through real quick. Yeah. Um. Uh. By the way. I keep saying Batman. What the fuck is the actor's name? I've forgotten it twice. Christian, Bale. Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Christian Bale. I forgot Bale about the introduction. Is, don't feel too do bad. Christian Bale is the uh, is the best performance of the movie in my opinion. I think he's Michael Burry. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, you really do, watch Michael Berry. That's mm-hmm. impressive. <laughs> I love. He's he's like this like this this autistic guy who doesn't understand social interactions, but he loves numbers. It's, it's great, and he's he's fascinating. He's like, I- I'm sure all these eccentricities that they pulled into the movie were from the real guy. I can't imagine they invented that he blares death metal in his office and doesn't wear shoes. Yeah, right, exactly. But uh, it's so I great. Do I do like –
0: like sorry. Whenever they, they have uh, the two brothers or friends or whatever, like whenever they're meeting at Morgan Stanley in the downtown lobby, um, and they get rejected, obviously, because they're $1.5 billion short, and then on a table, they – Pick up Michael Burry's documentation, or whatever, and they start going through. It. Like, look, this is amazing, and then they cut and they break the fourth wall and they say, "We didn't actually find it like that. Uh, <laughs> so actually, great. we read about it and this, and then blah blah." But anyway, I thought it was his cool sister heard were, about it, who told him, right, and then I read yeah. about it in
1: a thing, yeah.
0: That's exactly. Great. I I and don't, also, it, I, I it don't was, know why they did that, but it was cool. I thought
1: it's it was awesome. Cool. I, I love that. I love that moment because it also. It, it's it's the moment when it's like a little bit too good to be true, and then he just goes. He just looks at the camera. and is like, "All right, this shit didn't actually <laughs> happen." But it's up <laughs> this way. Like that's so great. It's it's so refreshing. Right. I mean, and it it kind
0: of makes you. It makes you. Even if it's not true, it makes you believe. The movie even more because they're honest with you about that point like hey this isn't real this is what actually happened and then they keep going through the movie so it may be even believe the movie even more because they were honest about that whether or not it's true i don't know about everything else. but anyway go ahead
1: i think most of it's got to be true i oh, do yeah. think i, I want to mention so the another thing that i don't know it'd be weird if they added but it's it just strikes me as weird and it's my least least favorite part of the movie is the steve carell uh death suicide brother thing. I don't think it's needed. I don't. Uh, you just cut that whole... I don't need any of that shit.
0: Yeah, it is a little odd, but uh, it's possible that maybe he, he wanted to include that. I, I don't know. It, it, it talks about him being medicated and about yeah. how, like, I don't know. It, I don't think it adds a lot to the story. You could have had the same character without that background. I, I, agree, I agree completely.
1: Yeah, so... The reason it's, it feels so tacked on, so I'm not sure if it was like a studio note, like make it more sympathetic, or if that actually happened in real life and we're being dicks for saying it didn't It mean
0: might anything. actually, because Steve Carell is kind of. he. I, I think he's a character that is very likable, um, but maybe they just wanted to make sure that people, even though he's kind of like can be standoffish or whatever, maybe they just want to make sure that people are like, even, this is why the, the way
1: he is the way he is. So I, right. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. He's awesome. Possibly. He's, he's, he's an incredible. Possibly. Yeah, yeah, incredible, incredible <laughs> character, incredible actor. It's good stuff. Uh, did you ever see okay. Fox Foxcatcher? Yes, I did. I liked it a lot.
0: Okay, that was that was his first like going Swiss, away from like comp- yeah. yeah. I never I never saw it. I d- he's but I he's, he's, it.
1: he's unrecognizable. It's crazy. <laughs> he's crazy. got this. He's That's got crazy. this like heavy lift too. It's it's nuts. Like he he transforms completely. Well, good for him. True story. Also, wow. Okay. All right, I have, I have one more note before we wrap up here, and this is something that has bothered me since the first time I watched this movie. It's it's not a real criticism; it's simply just yep. my own. This being is exact
0: a dick. criticism, is what it is.
1: No, nothing. I will never stray that low as exact <laughs> criticism. It's like, why is he wearing black? He should be wearing fucking blue. I was like, ugh. But actually, you, you've gotten so much better. You don't do you don't really do that shit anymore. Those like eye-rolling, awful nah, criticisms. No, nah, nah, don't worry. We just haven't had the <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> Um. Uh, gonna it's not realistic. Out? Yeah, that's awful. Okay, so here it is. <laughs> I wish there was more gloating and "I told you so"s at the end. I wish that the fucking but, but uh, there's
0: a scene where Brad Pitt says, "Be happy, but don't fucking dance."
1: Yeah, that's great. I love that. Scene. And
0: I, is is that the reason you think that's kind of the theme of the movie? <sighs>
1: yeah again this is not a it's not a real criticism but i wish especially with christian bale's character um who because he's he's like for he, for literal I, years
0: i love the email yes I fucking but love it the your profits of thank you. 500 million have been
1: deposited thank you're you. welcome you're welcome and it just has yeah, the, yeah.
0: the typing noise yeah
1: that's good yeah. but i want i want more I want I want I want his dick boss to come in and be like, oh, sorry, bro." And fucking start blowing him. <laughs> like it's it's it's. I again, it's just there's not. I, I can't think of the word, but I I do, schadenfreude maybe something like that. But I I want I want there to be more of that. You know,
0: his his bet was like one billion, and he he made five hundred million on that bet. That's that's a lot of money.
1: Yeah, and was, he was the he first was, one to do it. Two point six three was the final profit. Was it really? It's, oh it's on the whiteboard. God. Two point six three billion was is the in, in profit, so that's after the one point one that he invested. Again, another oh amazing God. line from him. He's walking out of the office. It's like not whatever ten p.m. or something, and one of his yeah. guys is like, he's like uh, uh, I forgot what the guy says, but he's like, he's like, it's possible that we are living in an entirely fraudulent system, and then or you're but, wrong, or you're <laughs> wrong, and he's like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's possible, but I just don't, I don't know how. I don't know how. I love that line. I guess it's possible that I'm wrong. I just I don't know how.
0: Think about this. This man made that bet. I think in 2005, he had to wait three years wow. for it to pan out. Can you? That's when the the movie the movie starts in 2005. That's when he starts. About that. I don't know if he made, maybe he makes the bet in 2006. I, I, I don't actually know.
1: But yes, yeah, so it, it was literal literal years that he had to wait. And it just yeah. everyone is telling him like you're an idiot, you're a fool, you're paying these banks obscene premiums for no reason. Mm-hmm. yeah it's great yeah, yeah. and he's right but of course he's right paid off paid off i love a little little touch at the end too that is like the the one commodity that he's obsessed with now is agua. Butter. yep
0: i'll tell you there's a lot of money in it it's a good uh it's a good industry
1: yeah especially when there's waste in it yeah
0: <laughs> that's right either way <laughs> that's it that's we are here to take the waste out of it yeah so well, anyway, but yeah, water is. A, I I also invest heavily in water industries, like stocks and all that stuff too.
1: I need to start investing. I need to make real money before I start investing. I guess.
0: Ask ask
1: your dad. Ask him what he thinks about water and stuff. Yeah, we should get him on a podcast. We should get him investing? as a guest on Whoa, this. Oh, we should we should interview
0: him. This would have been the perfect movie. Yeah, it's all okay, good. Okay, there's 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 another movie uh about this. It's called uh.
1: Martin call. I think. I. L- fucking love margin call have you seen it so can, yeah i have seen it i have so we
0: can bring him on at a later time and watch margin call i
1: uh, forgot and, Mar- so margin Call is about 2008 also but yeah that's it's yep. that's, that's the first but they but they don't directly
0: address it in that movie interesting at all. they never they don't talk about it, it, they leave it open but everybody knows about 2008 but anyway go ahead so
1: they're the first the story of margin call is they're the first bank to realize what's happening and they're the first ones to to uh to pull the plug it's great. It's so upload all so all their good. trash. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh yep. yeah, I love that movie. Also again, shout out to Kevin Spacey the rapist. Bro. Two two mentions <laughs> oh, in one episode.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you yeah, ask your dad. I'm curious. Ask him what he thinks about uh, investing in utility stocks and uh let me know cuz I have I, I do that right now.
1: We can do that. We can do that uh, very soon. How about this? Well, I'm going to get my dad set up with a podcast and then we'll just we'll just go on each other's. We'll get you on his because you're more financially minded than, than i am you can S- guess on his and then he'll guess on S- ours
0: speaking of your father um he still hasn't reached out to me about your yeah, he, conservation
1: I mean, it, it's fine things are going well just if it goes to I shit just to, oh my god if it go,
0: i was literally it. am consulting one of the largest <laughs> companies inv- uh, is an environmental consultant right now in an ecological disaster
1: i will i will remind him to reach out to you but it is out of my hands i've i've given him all the tools He's a, he's an introvert he doesn't like talking God. to oh and we're God. gonna give him a podcast. <laughs> 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 All right, oh folks. Well, Jesus. thanks for sticking with us. I hope this doesn't sound like shit like the last couple have, but we're gonna be the judge of that uh, soon. Once I, What's once your I recommendation?
0: What's your recommendation for next week, dog? Diggity dog.
1: Are you ready to watch? Yeah. Hold on. Let me find the year. not realistic. 1995, Martin Scorsese's Casino. I've seen it. You've seen it? We're going to rewatch it. it, motherfucker. I'm wait, wait, super how excited. You,
0: how did you just say his last name? Scorsese? Is it not Scorsese? <laughs> you,
1: not, his name is, you keep calling him Scorsese your entire Brian life? Ryan
0: Scorsese, yeah. It's Scorsese? <laughs>
1: Scorsese's nuts, bro. No, it is not <laughs> Scorsese. That's That's it's hilarious. Not. Oh Scorsese- no, no no Scorsese is, is there a Z in there? Uh, is there a, a? I don't know. Maybe could be. Hey, it's Italian, you know they they got they got Z's in there all the time. It's like pizza. I don't know.
0: That's right. Uh, spaghetti.
1: Spaghetti. I'm calling out. Oh, yeah, dude. TV. Uh, Casino. I'm looking forward to seeing it again. I, I've only is seen it Robin De Niro in that. Yes, De Niro's in it. He's incredible. He wears a bunch of colorful suits. That's all I remember from his character. And he owns a casino. the guy
0: from Home Alone, isn't it right? Uh, Joe the, Pesci. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Joe, Joe, yeah, Joe Pesci. He gets Thrown in a ditch, doesn't he?
1: That's exactly right. Yeah. Spoilers for wow. Casino, but uh, yeah, it's a horrific scene. Love it. Uh, I'm excited to see it again. I have not seen it in years. It is a uh, certified classic. It's long, so you better get, prepare your asshole for that. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's great. I mean, it's it's a, it's one of the best mob movies of all time. It's. I'm looking forward to it. I love it. I thought it was a good movie. All righty. Well, then, any closing remarks, dear Zachary? Uh,
0: I'm going to try to get some sleep. It's been a uh, pretty uh, lack tumultuous. of that. for the f- Yeah, tumultuous. That's a great word, tumultuous time. But uh, hopefully the next time that you guys see me, uh, we'll be on the other side of this and uh, moving along. And we'll be watching Casino. What about you, Harvey?
1: Make sure to wear your flame uh clothing.
0: FRC, baby! Yeah, oh, I yeah. wore it last week. I should have worn it again.
1: Yeah, dude. All right, yeah. Uh, good luck with everything, for real. Uh, Best of luck with it all. I hope the fire goes out eventually. (laughs) No, the fire's out. out We're good. Yeah, we're good.
0: But it reignited once.
1: It might happen again.